Good morning. All right. Let's go to the Lord and word of prayer again. Let's see. Mr. Mike, you lead us. Amen. All right. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. We're wrapping it up. I'm going to let Jim do a series for us after this. What do you think about that, Jim? You want to? <laughs> you got to let me pick what it is, though. <laughs> All these questions you asked me, payback time. <laughs> Pipe to you? Yeah. All right. Revelation chapter 20. Before I get started. I've got four more missionary cards for Pastor Wilson, so pray about it, and uh, if nobody says they want them in the next week or two, I'm going to walk up and hand it to you, so y'all pray about it, and uh, we got to get, we got to, we just pray about it, but do something, <laughs> so, uh, he, you know, he considers us his home church, and, uh, all right, we got one, he considers us his home church, now, are we going to let another church do more for him than his home church? I don't think so. So, pray about it, and uh, or I'll see you <laughs> in about two weeks. <laughs> Sir, this is a bag of rice ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This is uh, this is for pastors. None of this even goes to Pastor Wilson. This goes to those pastors that he trains, and it goes out and does all the preaching and stuff in their communities and things like that. Um, and I think the way we put it in the missions conference is we can give up McDonald's once a week. What was it? Was it once a week maybe? One time, yeah, and feed a family for a month. Now, come on. Um, we did a great thing during our missions conference. Don't get me wrong. We, we had a great offering, and, man, it was so much. Um, I felt like, you know, <laughs> when the Lord Jesus told him, Oh, ye of little faith. I didn't think it was going to be that much. That's just the honest truth. I sure didn't. So we did. We did a great thing. But uh, it, just, it just, and he didn't say anything about it. He didn't give me those cards. I told him to give them to me. Uh, it just kind of, it, it broke my heart a little bit when he, I asked him what the other churches did and found out these, a couple other churches did more than the ones that he considered his own people, his home church. So y'all pray about that. Pray about that. All right, Revelation chapter 20. And I have no idea where we are, <laughs> except in this chapter. Miss Amanda, where are we? <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks. So last week we had our missions conference, had a mission speaker, and the week before that we did something a little bit different. Um, yeah, that's, okay, yeah, I was going to say, we're somewhere around verse, verse 12. Um, no, 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 I was going to say verse 9. Um, so, Revelation chapter 20, uh, I was going to say verse 9, and I would have been wrong. But we're talking about the great white throne judgment. Um, we've talked about different things, and we won't do a huge recap, but we have talked about all the way through the way that we think the Bible presents things that are going to happen in the future to the best we can. We don't know certain things, and we don't know specifics about a lot of things. So... We've talked about the rapture of the church and the tribulation and the return of Christ and we've talked about the millennial reign and we've talked about uh, the sheep and goat judgment. 
that's what we refer to it as, where Christ separates the saved from the lost. Not everybody's going to heaven. I hate to tell that to some people, but everybody is not going to heaven. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that hell has enlarged itself from so many going there. That's what that is. And it was not prepared for us in the first place. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. A lot of people don't even believe in a little devil. And they will regret that one day. But not everybody's going to heaven. There'll be a separation. And we've looked at that. We've looked at the judgment seat of Christ where the saved will be rewarded according to the things they've done in this body for Christ. That's not salvation. They're there because they're saved. You cannot do enough works to be saved. You cannot turn over a new leaf. You cannot change your ways and get to heaven purely by that. It will not happen. It is by faith or it is not at all by faith in Christ. Um, So we're going to be rewarded for what we've done in this body. And then there'll be a time that we're looking at, we've already talked about some, the great white throne judgment where the wicked dead, the Bible refers to it, those that are lost, those that don't know Christ, they're brought forth. And why are they brought forth? I think that's kind of what we talked about last time. The great white throne judgment. Most everybody in here has heard this before, at least heard that term, the great white throne judgment. Why are they there? Anybody remember? Why are the lost at the great white throne judgment? Is it to determine whether or not they're going to go to heaven? No, their fate was sealed when they died. There's no purgatory. There's no second chance. So why are they there? Sorry. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the second death. Right, right. Yeah. It's to determine. <laughs> exactly. I was going to put it in different terms and then say something similar to that. It's to determine how bad it's going to be. <laughs> And that, that's it. There are degrees of punishment in hell and the lake of fire, really. You know, I understand what people say, and we've talked about this several times. When they say you'll spend eternity in hell, you won't. You'll wish you had. You'll spend eternity in the lake of fire. That's different. And we've seen that. So they're there to determine the degree of punishment. Just as when some of us that are saved are there and Jim gets more crowns than I do. And you just cast them right back at Jesus' feet, just like I will. But just like that is for the lost. Degrees. We looked at some verses last week. You know, Jesus said, Woe unto these cities, Chorazin and Bethsaida, even Capernaum, which mar- I marvel at because that was his headquarters. <laughs> The place Jesus was out of. Now, I'm not talking about where he was born or where he grew up, but that was his headquarters for his ministry. He couldn't do a lot of mighty works there because people didn't believe. And Jesus said, it's going to be better for Tyre and Sidon, wicked cities. It's going to be better for Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody knows about them. Wicked cities. It's going to be better for them than it is for Capernaum, for Bethsaida. Well, what's he talking about? 
when he says, woe unto thee, Capernaum. Is it the city? Is it the buildings? Is it the land that compasses the city? No, it's the people. The people that make it up. And so it's, there's going to be degrees. There will be degrees of punishment. And that's what we, I think that's about somewhere where we ended. Um, I think the saddest fact is that at this great white throne judgment, in our eyes, there's going to be a lot of what we would call good people. This is not just going to be your murderers and your wife beaters and things like that. This will be that person that was going to church every Sunday but yet refused to respond to the call of the gospel and knew they were lost. And God had dealt with them and they had put it aside and then died before it was, uh, it was too late. Those will be there. So if it's anything, it ought to fire us up to witness to people. Witness to people. Um, you know, I've heard it said that, uh, I don't know really where it was, but if I had to cure the cancer, I wouldn't hold it to myself. <laughs> I'd want to share it with those that had cancer. Well, we know the cure for sin, and we don't need to hold it to ourselves. So that's kind of what we talked about. All right, so let's see. We'll just pick up. Let's just start in verse 11, and we'll go, and I'll get you involved i don't like to be the only one talking too much revelation chapter 20 verse 11 says and i saw a great white throne and him that sat on it who's that jesus christ from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and i saw the dead small and great stand before god And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. I think that, I'm pretty sure we got to verse 12. You're right. So we're talking about these books here. So what do we know about these books? Nothing. Let's move on. (laughs) That's not too far inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. You can make some inferences, but me and Jim don't even agree, so what? <laughs> no, we, we kind of do. We kind of do. So these books, I mean, we've, we, we haven't skipped over anything yet. I mean, you know, um, it says in verse 12, I saw the dead, small and great. Now, that's the wicked dead. No saved will be here. Stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. What are these books? That's what everybody wants to know about this passage. What are these books? How many are there? 
There you go. I'm going to change your phrasing just a little bit. It's a record of deeds. Yeah. I think the important thing to note is that there's, there is a difference, a distinction made between book and books. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's, that lets you know read it again. And I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were opened. The books pertain to the ones who are standing before God. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. That's a singular book. Mm-hmm. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Now, the ones who are not present are in the book. The ones who are standing before God are in the books. Continue. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, singular, was cast into the lake of fire. But the ones that were judged out of the books were judged by their works. Yeah. So that tells you that salvation is not of works. Right. Because you are not judged out of the books that contain works. Exactly. So, and so here we go. <laughs> That's a pretty good, I think, dissertation on these books. There's many books. How many? We don't know. Why do we not know? The Bible don't tell us. Therefore, I conclude, we don't need to know. And it's not important. That's the thing. Most of the things you see people argue about and really dig into are not even important. It's not important. It does not matter what these books are. And I've read a multitude of things. So be careful when you go out and look. You're going to see all kind of different stuff from good people. That's why I use, uh, well, I used to use seven or eight books for this study. I narrowed it down to about three. But even those guys can't agree, and they're solid. We just don't know. What Jim said, although very good, is Jim's opinion. And we always said when we do this study, if we don't know, we're going to say this is opinion. I've heard different things. I've heard these books that they're judged out of are works. I've heard its names. What's the book of life? What's the difference in the book of life and the Lamb's book of life? Is there a difference? I don't know. And I'm not going to stand up here and tell you I do. And I love Jim, and I know he'd get up here and say the same thing. Jim does not know. Mr. David does not know. We do not know 100%. Why? Because the Bible don't tell us. We can make some inferences. We can gather some data from other things and, and, and try to form what we think. And we should. That's called studying the Bible. So these books, we know that only the wicked dead are here, only those that are lost. And so when you skip ahead to that last verse and it says whoever was not written in the, in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire, I can tell you that every person that was standing there was not in that book. That one book. Or their name would have been called. And they would have been saved. And they would have gone to heaven. That's not what this is. This is not determining salvation. Are you going to hell or are you going to hell? No. This is you're going, to, you're going to the lake of fire. I keep saying hell. You're going to the lake of fire. How bad is it going to be? 
how do they determine how do we, how do you determine how bad how bad it is now i've heard people say again that those books are just a list of names of the undead and maybe that's i mean of the wicked dead and maybe that's true how do you judge from that if it's just a name cuz it said they were judged according to the things written in the books their degree of punishment as i infer it is based on whatever's written in these books, whatever they are. When we get to heaven, now a lot of people, and I thought this when I was a kid, and I think I've already said it. When I, well, when I was a kid, I thought there was a lot of stuff. <laughs> I thought there was one general resurrection. Everybody lost and saved gets raised at the same time, and the saved go to heaven and the lost go to hell, and that ain't at all right. The saved are raised before. We've already seen that. The lost are raised here. I also thought, man, and I think it's even portrayed in some, in some tracks that, hey, I'm going to be standing for poor God, and God's going to put up a screen, and he's going to run my whole life across that screen. I don't want to burst your bubble, but that's hogwash. Me too. Somebody just wiped their brow. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be bad. How do we know that? I know that's not true. How do you know? How do I know that? Yeah, but what does it say? How, what in the book lets me know that? The book does not say there will be no screen that runs your life across it. But what does it say? It says, my sins are gone. They're gone. And you can say, I've heard Brother Tom Gillum, you can say that it's just as if I never sinned. It's not even that. I think you can make another, this is another inference. But when Jesus was on the cross, the world was dark for three hours because God wasn't going to parade. Yeah. Punishment of his son. Well, how can he parade something he don't even remember? How do you word that? I don't care. I mean, we all know. God, God can't forget. He'll choose not to remember. Fine. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> that you're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. But he chooses not to remember, so he don't remember them. How can he parade them in front of you? It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I'm just like Miss Debbie back there. When I figured that out, I was like, whew. Because y'all don't know Jay Pruitt. I do. I know the things that go through this mind. And I'd hate for you to know them. That's your Sunday school teacher. So if you want me to sit down, I'll be glad to. <laughs> he that's without sin, let him cast the first stone. <laughs> if you ain't ever have a bad thought, you can get up here and teach. That's the flesh we live in. That's the flesh. That's what we got to deal with. So I don't even know how I got off on that. But that ain't going to happen. Your life ain't getting paraded in front of you at the judgment seat of Christ for, for the saved people. 
but something like that, not exactly that maybe, something similar to that apparently is happening right here. There's a record of what these people have done. And how many books is it? How many books would it take to hold the record of all lost people and all the works they did, if, it's, if that's what it is? Maybe it is. Maybe so. Never heard that before. You can think what you want here, because the Bible's not clear. Now, keep it within confines of what we do know about Scripture. Don't get way out there. But these are some things that we just don't know. What are these books? We, we don't know. But we know that the wicked dead's here, and their degree of punishment is determined by what is in these books, plural. I've heard a lot of people say it's the Bible. I see no support for that. You can think that if you want to. It's fine. I don't see that. Maybe it is. I don't know. I really don't. And then there's another book. Just one. I don't think it's any coincidence that we're given the plural and the singular there. We don't know people's heart, but I can tell you that I don't think the man was bad off when Billy Graham said back in the 80s that 85% of people sitting on Baptist church pews are lost and going to hell. Exactly. That was in the 80s. What is it in Biden's America? Sorry, I'm really not. What is it now? No, it ain't Biden's fault. <laughs> um, Thankfully, you got I that out of the way. Her always saying, you know, people are dying every single day in a handbasket and going to hell yeah. daily. Yeah. And she said, it's not a little bitty basket either, baby. And that used to petrify daylight. Yeah, me too. And I think I remember some tracks and maybe chick tracks or something like that, if y'all know what that is. And different things I, I saw hanging up in the church I used to go to, and it was. I mean, we don't like to think about these things. I mean, but it was flames and people just lined up falling right off. That reminds me of the Burning Hell film. Yeah, Burning Hell and film. Yeah, the Brother Perkle did. Yeah. At home and he showed it to our oldest grandson and he's like, is that for real? I'm like, yeah, kiddo, you yeah. gotta wake up. Yeah. So, you know, talk, talking about our missions conference, just like going to the mission field changes everything. If you're not a big missions person, if you go to the mission field, you will be. It'll change everything. You need to go. But it's just like that. These Heaven's Gates, Hell, Flames film that, we, that I've mentioned before, Brother Perkle, Brother Ray and them, those that watch them ain't never the same. And that's not even, that's not even the tip of the iceberg of what it is going to be. And it's bad.
So why don't we? Well, we've been rocked to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm very proud of my Christian heritage. Uh, my parents drug me to church, and I'm proud of that. I got saved at, when I was seven years old. Proud of that. But a lot of people that are, in, that are in church that long, several years, you just, I don't even know how to word it. You, you forget, and you get, you get content. That's what I mean by rock to sleep. And, you know, the Bible tells us over and over again, awake thou that sleepest. Wake up. The end's drawing nigh. So we know there's no saved people here. Apparently these, these people are judged from the books. Their degree of punishment is determined. And then the book of life is opened. And, and most of the time when you study this, you'll see what's the difference in the book of life and the Lamb's book of life. I, I don't know. I, I don't have any idea. At first, I think, I've often thought, well, the book of life, every time somebody's born, their name is written in the book of life. And when they die and they're lost, that name is gone. Leaving the names of all the saved. And that becomes the Lamb's book of life. That's the way I've always heard it. But the Bible refers to them almost interchangeably. So I don't know. I don't know. I just know that these people here are judged according to what those works are apparently in those books. And then there's a book of life with recorded names of all the saved people. And none of them are in there. And they're sent to hell. No. Lake of fire. So, oh, I had these verses about Chorazin and Capernaum now. I don't know if we even talked about them last time. So, what about something I've never really thought about? Um, turn to Jude, just back a couple of pages. What chapter am I going to, Jim? <laughs> verse 6 and the angels were kept not their first estate but left their own habitation he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day now from what I can tell that's this but what goes on with these fallen angels? I, I don't know. <laughs> A lot of times when I study these books, I also get into, are the fallen angels judged here as well? I don't know. I don't even understand that whole composition how they sinned in the first place and how many went and why apparently some of them are roaming free today the Bible calls evil spirits and things like that we a lot of times call demons demon possession and things like that and some of them are reserved in everlasting change some people have an answer for that I just don't know so I don't know but we know that these angels that they're talking about he reserved them in everlasting chains under darkness. 
until this time. This is the judgment of the great day that Jude talks about. And then we'll look, let's see, Revelation chapter 20 verse, I think it's actually a couple of verses ahead. From 12, let's see, okay, chapter 20 verse 14. Here's what I keep saying, that you're not going to stay in hell forever. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. So before that, hell gives up everybody in it. And then death and hell is cast in the lake of fire. What do you mean by that? I don't know. It's just what the book says. And then later, all the people that were in hell, cast in there too. The only thing I can really take from that, that's what we're going to see later when we talk about the new heaven and the new earth, is that there is no more, he- no more death. That's over with. You know, we talked about before when we was in the tribulation and all those things going on, and I believe the church had already been raptured out, and at the end, Jesus comes back physically to the earth and, and uh, sets up his millennial kingdom, and things are great. But Satan is only temporarily chained during that thousand years, and he's loosed after that. And he's able to go out and deceive the nations. We talked about that. Who may have never been tempted before. And the Bible says he brings them as the sand of the sea to Jerusalem. And then God wipes them out. And that's the end of physical death unless you want to count dying forever. Those in the lake of fire. But in heaven, there's no death. That's why Jesus said over in the Gospels that he that believeth in me, shall never die never die and we wonder what about my grandmother (laughs) what about my great grandmother that passed away they're not dead they believe in Christ they've never been more alive and so that's the great white throne judgment it's for lost people only they come before God they're judged according to these books whatever they are their works, it determines what their degree of punishment is going to be. Death and hell is gone. And then these people are cast in the lake of fire. And I think we talked about it last time, but it's worth noting that, um, I'm going blank on the word, but they do not burn up. It's an eternal torment. You know, you'd think, you know, I mean, it's kind of gory, but you throw somebody in a fire, eventually they're going to burn up. They'll be dead before too long. They'll burn up. What's going to be left? That will not happen in the lake of fire. It's an eternal torment. And, you know, I've even said the worst thing about it is the separation from God, and it is. But you don't need to water down the torment that it will be. How do you know they? How do you know they have a memory? 
Yeah, that's another thing I think we probably know. The rich man and Lazarus. He sure did. And he remembered he had brothers. He went, you know, the rich man went to hell, if you remember. Lazarus, the beggar, went to heaven. And in his torment, he asked Abraham, just give me one drop of water. Now, if it's just a spirit with no bodily feeling and needs down there, why do you need water? It is going to be like you are thrown into fire. We don't need to diminish that. That's what it's going to be eternally. And then, of course, he said, you know, Abraham, go back. Send some, send some people from the dead and tell them, get them to tell my family. And they'll believe. And Abraham said, no, they won't. If they won't believe the prophets and Moses, they're not going to believe, even though somebody came back from the dead. And you think that's impossible. Somebody comes back from the dead, I'm going to believe. You think that's impossible. Not according to the Bible. And you can see that if you ever have discussions with anybody. I'm not going to say arguments. I hope that's not what it is. I've talked to people about creation, about the flood, about things like that. Maybe even that sometimes when you talk about politics, it's like some people have blinders on. And no amount of evidence will convince them. And that's very similar to what he's saying there. No amount of evidence is going to convince them of that. So, again, I hope we're all saved. Although, according to Billy Graham, only 15% of us are. And that was back in the 80s. Do it. Sir? That's right. That's what I was going to say. Do I know that? No. No. If you ask me, I'd say 100%. Well, 99. <laughs> yeah. He does the same. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to thank everybody in here, say. But I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, my buddy that was coming with me, CJ, I know some of you probably knew him, and he moved to Madison, and he was been going to that church we went to, Madison Baptist over there. He got saved Sunday. Sure did. Yeah. Now, he told me he was saved. <laughs> but he told me the other day when he pulled me aside, he was crying, telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. Y'all sit right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all get spit on from here. And y'all sitting there for years lost. But yeah, he told me, you know, when he pulled me aside, he was like, I I really knew I wasn't. I believe it's that way with every person that's not. Yeah. I really you really knew. I was trying to convince everybody as well as myself that I was saved.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was, and C was the same way. I asked him because he didn't tell me till like Thursday. And I said, why did you wait so long to tell me? And he said, I was embarrassed. Yes, sir. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but that's the way it is um, with, with a lot of people. They won't let go because they're embarrassed. They, 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 they fear what people are going to say. And if it's anybody worth their salt, people are nothing but happy when they tell them. That's part, I think it's partly the devil trying to, trying to keep them from telling Yeah, from telling it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Well, we know he was merciful to him because they didn't have a car wreck before that. So. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> well. There may be somebody here that's lost and thinking the same thing. Boy, it's burning. It's eating your lunch. I know it is. I'm trying not to look people in the eye because I know if there's anybody that that's happening to, it is eating your lunch. When that God-shaped hole ain't filled, you know it. You know it. You know it. And a lot of people are like, but what? I can't. No, I don't want to hear none of that. It ain't works. It's not works. The Bible says, He that doth the work of God, and the work of God, the Bible later says, is that you believe on Jesus Christ, His Son. That's it. And that's all there is. All right. Next time we'll talk about the new city, the new Jerusalem. We have a few details on that, (laughs) but there's still a lot we don't know. And there ain't a whole lot left. Jane, we're about done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've been doing this. You know, of course, COVID hit. We didn't have Sunday school for a while because we just had preaching. But we've been doing this since, what was it, 2018, 2017? And I was already doing it then. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, been a while. There's a lot there. and. A lot to unpack, so um, Brother Kevin gave an excellent, excellent sermon series on it. His was high level. We've gotten in the weeds, which is scary, trust me, ain't it? It is. It's scary. People can ask you anything if you're standing up here, but you got to be willing to say, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them will, especially if they sit on the front row and have a red shirt, but um, 
All right. Well, let's dismiss. Thank you for a good class this morning. I've, I've enjoyed it. Daryl, will you? Daryl Foster, will you? <laughs> Sorry. I get you and Daryl. I, I try to clarify that because of what I did to you when y'all both come up here to take the offering up that day. But uh, Mr. Foster, will you dismiss them prayer, please?